Hello, everybody. Welcome to Make the Move to Self-Improve, Success at its Best, Self-Improvement Episode 1, our first podcast. Uh, my name is Noah. I'm Darren. I'm Kalen. I'm Kaden. And we will be talking about self-improvement today. What is the definition of self-improvement, Darren? Well, the literal definition of it is the improvement of one's knowledge, status, or character by one's own efforts. And so the thing about self-improvement is that it doesn't really have a basis sort of definition to every single person. It's different between person to person, whether what aspect they want to improve in or what they see success or self-improvement as it is. However, the thing is that all of them can share, though, is just improving one aspect or aspiring to be better than what they were before. And so, you know, the kind of joking definition of that is we talk about, you know, the rich guy who has, you know, the giant mansion house on Beverly Hills, Lamborghini, and the hot supermodel wife, which is, you know, not bad, but it really isn't everyone's definition. Um, To me, the most important thing that stands out about self-improvement is your improvement of character. Always doing what's morally right so you can better yourself and help others and create a positive environment for everyone around you. Self-improvement to me is having an initial problem or failure and tackling that problem with a solution that is not always clear and easy to accomplish. Alright, so I think uh, self-improvement to me, I think of it in uh, four steps. So doing a problem like facing a test or doing something like that, uh, getting back your score or whatever, reflecting on it, thinking of a solution, and then bettering yourself and resolve through action. So, um, good character very much. Always doing what's morally right. That's the kind of household I've grown up in. But unfortunately, that's not always the case. So it's really important for me to make sure I'm doing the morally right thing and you know, constantly trying to improve myself through experiences. And a good place to learn those experiences is high school, even where we are right now, because I constantly face challenges with other people or with um, situations with classes like procrastination or something. But it's always important to have a good work ethic and make sure you're doing work on time. But I can't say I've always done that. Um, in fact, I have um, homework due next period that I still haven't done, and I'm yeah I'm kind of a hypocrite to you know call everyone else out on oh you should be you know better about procrastination but yeah that's something that I think everyone struggles with and everyone can work on. Nice. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. Like I, next period I do have homework also due. Yeah. So I guess all four of us are just kind of procrastinating here. Anyway, besides um your parents, is there any other outside influencers or any ways you have improved though, other than maybe procrastination of work, because that's something I think everyone struggles with. Just standing my ground when it feels like everyone else is trying to influence me or push their beliefs or views on me. Um, Just um, constantly trying to improve my character and even help others. The first, you know, step to helping everyone else is improving your own character. Make sure you're always doing the right thing in a tough situation. Definitely. Good moral compass, yeah. Hey, Caden, so I want to hear a little bit more about your definition of self-improvement, though. Kind of, what can you enlighten me about? So, kind of the general subject of it. Maybe just kind of down. Like, his was all about morals. What would you be about if... Just having a failure, and you just solve that failure... Even if it's not easy, you just have to get to a success point where you can chill for a little bit. 
So not being a part of the problem, but being a part of the solution is what you're saying, right? Well, you're initially part of the problem, but then you fix it. You improve yourself. All right, well, for yeah. my example, um, I, I use self-improvement uh, from dedication to sports. Ooh. For example, in my life, um, I was pushed very heavily into going into soccer. Uh, my dad was a very good soccer player. He used to be professional in South Africa, and my brother played all through high school. He's in college now, and um, I was pushed straight into soccer. Uh, I was, I actually really didn't like soccer, and I was pushed into it, but um, I figured out that my passion was actually another sport, which was tennis. So um, I became part of the solution, like Darren was saying, and um, I reflected back on which sport I actually really wanted to be a part of. And um, adding on to what Kaylin said, I used my moral compass to quit soccer and go fully onto tennis, and um, that's pretty much it. So yeah, yeah, kind of choosing your own destiny there. Also, like he was talking about where, you know, keeping in, you know, your beliefs and keeping those strong. And you believe that you could do a lot better in tennis than you could in soccer. Exactly. And that's, you know, something that a lot of kids, you know, have trouble with is not really joining stuff. Well, there is a problem with joining clubs as well, but it's the hard part is knowing when it's not a healthy practice anymore. And I can share a little bit about that with speech and debate, which is a very hard profession and it's nothing against the speech team. It's a very, it's a good thing for a certain type of person that I just found out I wasn't that type of person anymore. And you know, the fact that I was able to, you know, sit in a civilized manner, say goodbye to everyone and the speech teacher also appreciating that I, you know, made the choice out of necessity of my health. That was also a very great thing, and I very much appreciate her for doing that for me. So what all four of us are trying to focus on is, um, like I was saying with the self-improvement steps, uh, I was saying how we need to look back and reflect on everything. So we need to take take a step back from the real world and look at it in hindsight um, with everything. Yeah. So. When I, so I want, I want to share an experience that I had. So I was, I'm playing lacrosse right now and I was training and I didn't think I could make the varsity team, but then I like worked hard, I worked harder and I just kept practicing before tryouts. And then when I tried out, I made the varsity team. Think so, of the Caden, how did you, you know, you analyzed your problem and you were reflecting on how to change it. How did you change it? And, like, how did you come into that process of finding the solution itself? Well, at first, like I said, I didn't think I could make it. So I just, I just trained harder just to make, like, just to see if More I dedication, could, with yeah. all my practice, if I could actually make the varsity team. And it turns out I could, and I was able to. So what you're coming... So it's a mental... Yeah, I came over, over a men mental block of thinking I, I was not good enough. Yeah, and that's the biggest lesson that I think... Or one of the big takeaways, again, you can get from this is that the thing that's stopping you from success mostly is interferes and basically the idea that you are not worthy to improve yourself. When in fact, everyone is not below the line of improving themselves. Everyone has the ability to change, you know, what they don't like about themselves. And you know, for those things that you can't, I think, you know, the fact that you're comfortable with them can make you learn to appreciate them even more, which also is, is probably an improvement in and of itself. And you guys got any experiences with that or anything you want to share with it? 
Um, I've noticed that I'm probably a little bit happier when I've done everything that I'm supposed to. Yeah. Um, you know, if I've completed my homework on time or I've done everything I need to do or I've had a really good day and I've done everything that's right for me, then, you know, I feel emotionally stable and, you know, it's a it's a good day. And I like those days. And you're absolutely right with the whole mental game thing. Um, like, I can, you know, talk bad about myself all day, but in reality, I might, you know, it might not be nearly as bad as what I thought it was. Like in experiences with auditions for various things, um, I can think, oh, I did terrible, and everyone else thinks they did really good. But in reality, it's me just talking down on myself. I agree with that, and that happens to me with tests too, and quizzes, and like everything in school. Like I'm a little bit paranoid about it, but in reality, it's it's perfectly fine. Yeah. And everything will work out. You know, it's interesting because the um, the all the. German philosopher came up with the idea of existentialism, um, Nietzsche. He was very interesting when he talked about, you know, success moving forward. Now, some of his ideas were a little bit out there, but one of the interesting quotes that he has is that, you know, existence is um, a struggle. And it's not a secret that, you know, going through probably one of the most struggling times of our lives in high school that we face these, you know, struggles, whether it be friends, school, our own personal, you know, like struggles with growing up in general and just got to be involved in living a life. What's interesting is that he says that life basically is a struggle and to improve yourself in it is um, basically finding success and happiness in life. Which, um, take it or leave it and basically cover it as you can, but I think is that adversity in life is always going to be there and I think what you do with it and as Sweeney was saying with my own is how you move forward. If you're that something that you think that has happened to you restrict yourself or cause a fear or blockage it will not work out in the long run that instead you have the ability to continue yourself and even with these setbacks don't let them take you down just continue moving forward yeah so I was just taking a look um, at what else I have on my notes right here and I saw uh, I see how you need to present yourself with new opportunities then you need to increase your self-esteem to new levels. Again, reflect. we're all going on the theme of reflecting back and looking at what you can do better and um, how you can help yourself become a better version of yourself. I'm going to go back to what Darren said, and I'm going to say that if you, if you see things 10 steps ahead, all negative, then you'll never push yourself to actually do those things. It reminds me of what my mom used to tell me, is that if you fit in, you know, a little train that could, you know, a little child's tale that talked about self-determination and improving from it. That's basically, you know, the life lesson. Um, so I was listening to a podcast the other day, and it was talking about having a growth mindset. So people who have a fixed mindset believe that you're born with your talents no matter how much you practice, you try, and your certain level of, of achievement. But having a growth mindset, you believe that you can always continue to improve yourself, never stop learning and educating yourself. Having a, and having a growth mindset will develop your abilities and intelligence with effort, learning, and persistence. It's very true. I want to actually um, shift focus here because we're all hitting on a lot of the same points, which are very good points, and we're building a lot on them, but I feel like something the audience can now really relate to is basically self-improvement, but also others also boosting that process of self-improvement. 
not as you know relying on them as much but that they're very supportive in what you choose to do and that they will you know 100% of the way help you out in any way they can and that really is the definition of a truly good friend or a companion who can you know support your choice and help you move forward and so you both can improve from it and so your friendship can as well so what were you trying to say by that shifting your focus what do, what do, what do you want to talk about next uh, basically talking about how others can also help you self-improve it is self-improvement but it, you know a group of people can also help you improve on your own and you can help them improve as well exactly exactly so building on each other which then relates back to the growth mindset by uh, Carol Dweck a professor um, I'm that's pretty much that's pretty much it with the growth mindset yeah um, other than that, I think we don't have too much else to hit on here. Any kind of last, you know, personal stories or sort of ideas or points you guys have in? That's pretty much it. All right. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. What were you trying to say by that, shifting your focus? What, what, what do you want to talk about next? Uh, basically talking about how others can also help you self-improve. It is self-improvement, but, it, you know, a group of people can also help you improve on your own. And you can help them improve as well. Exactly. Exactly. So building on each other, which then relates back to the growth mindset by uh, Carol Dweck, a professor. Um, I'm, that's, pretty much, that's pretty much it with the growth mindset. Um, yeah, there's not really anything stopping you. Uh, the growth mindset is just, it's mind over matter. You're just thinking about what you want to do and striving for that. So if you're thinking that you're going to fail then, or you can't improve, then you won't improve. The growth mindset is thinking that you can improve and making that effort to improve.